welcome to a 1720 podcast short topic. What emotion is more powerful and destructive than anger? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 27, 4, wrath is cruel, anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Jealousy destroys relationships and lives. There are two types of jealousy, the kind that can form between two people in an intimate relationship and the jealousy that is defined as envy towards someone because of their achievements and advantages. The former destroys relationships. The latter destroys lives. And the Bible is more concerned with the latter form of jealousy where envy is at the root. It's so important. It forms the basis of two of the Ten Commandments. The Ninth Commandment states, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. And the Tenth Commandment states, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. Well, we don't use the word covet much today, but it means to yearn to possess or have. It is hard to be jealous of someone if you don't yearn for their stuff. Jealousy it and its root, envy, impact your life in two very important ways. It isolates you by undermining your friendships, and it prevents you from discovering your calling. When you are jealous of your friend's achievements, you slap on a smile when they get a new car or buy a new house or take off for some amazing vacation, but inside, you're anything but happy. Their success shines a light on your perceived misfortunes. Because you do not have these things, you assume your friend does not deserve them. You secretly hope for some offsetting misfortune to occur to your friend so that you can justify your own lack. James Forrest states, You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. While you may not murder your friend, although some certainly have, you do not want what is best for them. You cannot lie to yourself. Your thoughts are different than your actions. You know your friend does not and cannot really know you. Because if they knew what was running through your mind, they would not really be your friend. In your mind, you are murdering their blessings. The feeling of being unknown further isolates you, which is exactly where the great deceiver wants you, because he knows true power of like-minded friends. Matthew 18, verse 19 through 20 states, Again, truly I tell you that if two or more of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am with them. This is an incredible verse. Spiritual harmony between two or more people produces powerful results. Jealousy will prevent this harmony and keep you from sharing your heart's desire with your friends or your God. It keeps you physically and spiritually isolated. Perhaps less obvious, but more insidious, jealous will keep you from your calling. As we look outward to define our wants and desires, we leave little energy or time to look inward and discover the unique path God has for us. We want a new house because our friends have new houses. We want new cars because our friends have new cars. We engage in hobbies because our friends seem to enjoy them. We will even change career paths because it looks like your friends or that YouTube star is having more fun than you are. Doing something because of someone else or something else is a reactive way to live your life. God wants you to be proactive and define your path from the inside out. True happiness is when your life aligns with your true self. The possessions and lifestyles of others can draw you from this path. Let's say that 
you have a calling to be a teacher, but you really like your friend's 4,000 square foot home and convertible. The monthly cost for those things far exceeds that of the average teacher's salary. So you abandon your dream to chase a larger paycheck. And that is what you will be doing for the rest of your life, chasing things. Ironically, had you embraced your calling, the thing God made you to be number one at, you might have developed a new teaching method embraced by teachers around the world, catapulting you to new financial heights and easily being able to afford a 5,000 square foot house and two convertibles. You are never going to be number one living someone else's life. You must look within to find your calling. Doing this will not only improve your own outcomes, it will improve your friendships. When you are running your own race, it is easy to cheer for a friend who is winning their race. Because in the end of the day, we all run our own races. There is no reason to compete. God is abundant. In his kingdom, there's enough for you to win, for your friend to win, and quite frankly, everyone on the planet to win. If you are dealing with jealousy, first focus on gratitude. How has God blessed you? Instead of focusing on the differences between you and your friends, focus on what makes you happy and unique. Celebrate yourself. For God created your inmost being. He knitted you together in your mother's womb. Praise Him because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And know that all that God has created is truly wonderful. When you find your race, you will accelerate your bliss and strengthen your most important relationships. This is what God wants for you. The devil wants you to believe that life is about tactics and strategies and possessions. He wants to distract you from the battle for your mind and heart. If you can win this battle, the Bible says nothing will be impossible for you. And that is our hope for you here at 1720. Have a blessed day.